630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Three major sports leagues have postponed games now to protest racial injustice in the United States and the recent police shooting of a black man in Wisconsin. The NHL joins the NBA and Major League Baseball in postponing games. Among the NBA games ditched was the one tonight between the champion Toronto Raptors and Boston Celtics. In baseball, the Toronto Blue Jays game with the Red Sox is also off. The NHL says it's postponing all four of its playoff games scheduled for tonight and tomorrow. The NHL says the players requested the postponements and the league supported the decision. Roger Ward, the Canadian Press, Toronto. So quite the day again, and uh, this is carried over from yesterday when the NBA postponed three playoff games, starting with the Milwaukee Bucks and Orlando Magic game. And then uh, we'll talk about a big, big meeting that happened uh, last night into this morning and ultimately resulting in the NBA's decision to play. Uh, and when I say the NBA's decision, I say the NBA players' decision, of course, backed by the NBA itself. And that is another point that we should bring up here is that uh, tonight we were supposed to have a couple of playoff games. One, the Vancouver Canucks taking on the Vegas Golden Knights here in Edmonton and then in Toronto, a game that was supposed to be underway right now. The New York Islanders taking on the Philadelphia Flyers postponed as are tomorrow's games. Uh, Game four, Tampa Bay Lightning, Boston Bruins and Colorado Avalanche and the Dallas Stars. So they have uh, decided they're going to, you know, they they, players came together and it this started this morning and probably started last night, I would say. there, the decision was to play last night, and we'll we'll back up a bit here in a moment. But uh, the players gathered together, and with the help of the likes of Matt Dumba and the likes of Evander Kane, who are big part of the Hockey Diversity Alliance uh, group forming to help racial and social injustice or uh, fight against it. So there was conversations had with with uh, those two gentlemen. There was conversations had with Ryan Reeves. But last night, yes, the NHL decided to play. Now, the first game on the docket yesterday was the New York Islanders and the Philadelphia Flyers. That game started at uh, 1 o'clock our time, 3 Eastern. And about an hour, an hour and a half later, then you hear this, all the rumblings about the NBA players deciding to boycott by not playing. That happened about an hour, an hour and a half later. But the Boston Bruins and the and the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning played, as did the Dallas Stars and the Colorado Avalanche. Now, the NHL released a statement. It was flimsy. It was probably not very well thought out. It wasn't thought out. They had a moment of reflection before the game in Toronto between the uh, Bruins and the Lightning. They did nothing here in Edmonton. And I know there's a lot of criticism that was levied towards the league about playing Jason Dickinson. And if you go back to the qualifying round and to the round Robin or the seeding round, a game between the Vegas golden Knights and the uh, Dallas stars where Ryan Reeves, uh, he knelt for the national anthems and he was joined by Tyler Sagan and Jason Dickinson, two white players on the Dallas stars. Now Dickinson is the uh, player rep for the stars for the NHLPA, 
he talked about why the decision was made to go ahead and play. The hardest thing to realize for this league, for all of us here in this situation, we come from all walks of life. We've got guys from all over the country. It's hard for some guys to have this hit home. And I don't want to say anybody's blind to it or ignorant, but, you know, we are a league of a lot of Canadians, a lot of Europeans. So it's hard when something like that doesn't hit home. You look at the MLB, you look at the NBA, they're primarily American players. So it's easy to hit home for them. It's easy for them to take a stance against something. You know, Siggy and I take a knee and we get backlash that we are not Americans. We shouldn't be speaking up for something like this. But we believe that we're close enough as Canadians that we have a right to say something. And in Canada, you know, we face or have seen similar things. So I think it's it's difficult to kind of appreciate things as uh, outsiders to America. But, you know, we try to give our two cents where we can. And, you know, what tonight just didn't seem like that was uh, the right call to do. Now, if you heard the crossover the uh, with myself and Chris Brentlinger Grant on 630 Ted Afternoons, talking about the, uh, the uh, question towards Jared Bednar, the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche, and he basically said, oh, I, I didn't know. There was no discussion here, which is an odd comment to make. It was almost like I just don't want to talk about it. And I understand the level of comfort for some people on this issue is 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 varied and there's different levels. Nazem Kadri was asked about if they actually talked about not playing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it crosses your mind when you see other leagues, you know, doing something like that. So, you know, we support and applaud the NBA for, for taking those circumstances. And, you know, I, I understand this is a problem that's uh, gone on for far too long and, you know, the signs and the hockey ops is great and everything, but you know, eventually words get stale, and it's about uh, it's about action and and uh, you know making a difference. So today, action was taken from all eight participating teams left in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and this was a player's decision, and it has to be a player's decision. The league cannot mandate the players to not play because then it's inauthentic. Okay, I'll, I'll explain that a little bit more later, but here we are, and we know the format now in the Stanley Cup playoffs from a, from a media perspective, and we've told you many times how it's done now. Everything's done on a Zoom call. Whether you're in the building, have the privilege to be in the building to cover the games, or whether you know, you're someone like me who is out of the building and just has to you know, cover uh, those type of news conferences you know, from my my office at home in the basement on, on my computer. So usually have the head coach or you have two to three players at the podium at any given time. Well, everybody that is participating in the Stanley cup playoffs here in Edmonton, join Ryan Reeves of the Vegas golden Knights in solidarity. And Reeves pointed out very early in this zoom call the solidarity from white NHL players. I think if you look around this room, um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of white athletes in here, and I think that's the statement that's being made right now. Um, you know, it, it's great that the NBA did this and the MLB and the WNBA. You know, they have a lot of black players in those leagues, but for you know all these athletes in here to take a stand and say, you know what, we we see the problem too, and we stand behind you. You know, I go to war with these guys, and I hate their guts on the ice, but I couldn't be more proud of these guys. It's, 
uh, you know, the statement that they've made today is is something that's going to last. You know, these two days isn't going to isn't going to fix anything. But um, the conversation and, and the and the statement that's been made is very powerful, especially coming from uh, from this league. Okay, so big time show of solidarity today by the National Hockey League. My name is Dave Campbell. You're listening to 6:30 Chat Inside Sports. I'm filling in for Reed Wilkins this week. So uh, tonight, tomorrow, Reed will be back on Monday. And uh, we are inching closer to the end of the second round. Of course, we're still kind of in the early to mid. Uh, we will carry the NHL Conference Finals and the Stanley Cup Final. Uh, but right now, the sports world is pretty much dark. There's some Major League Baseball games going on today. There's uh, at least six that are postponed. Uh, the Blue Jays and the Boston Red Sox in Buffalo, they're postponed. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., uh, basically uh, was the um, catalyst for this postponement because he said, and he's the only black player on the Boston Red Sox, he said, I'm not going to play. And um, had the full support of his team, and the Blue Jays were very quick to go beside Jackie Bradley Jr. and the rest of the Red Sox and, of course, the Blue Jays themselves. So also postponed the uh, Phillies. And the uh, Washington Nationals, the Texas Rangers, and Oakland A's, the uh, Twins and Tigers, the Diamondbacks and Rockies, and the New York Mets and Miami Marlins took to the field at City Field in New York. They took to the field, had a moment of silence, and then they left. So they're not playing tonight either. And as far as I know, that is the uh, last I've heard for the postponements. All right. So... I want to address the uh, criticism the NHL received yesterday for playing. The NBA took the lead. The NBA made a a pretty big statement to players by not playing. So that's huge. Uh, Major League Baseball play. uh, We had three games canceled yesterday as well. The NHL played. Now, Jason Dickinson made a very good point. And, and I want to circle back to that. And I said it last night, I said it a, a couple times, that you got to understand the ecosystem in the NBA and even in Major League Baseball, but especially the NBA to the NHL is different. Now, I had a tweet last night that I said it, it didn't bother me that the NHL went ahead and played yesterday. It's the player's decision. If they wanted to play, then we should respect that. But what I didn't like was the NHL's really lack of support, even though they did issue a statement. I didn't think it was a very good statement. I didn't think the uh, moment of reflection was was very uh, w- wasn't really well done because it was almost like they wanted to get through it as quick as possible. They didn't do it here in Edmonton. It was it was kind of a surreal experience yesterday. You know, I, I, I kind of liken it to what, what happened on March 11th, March 12th, when we saw all the postponements in, in sports because of COVID-19. But, of course, this is, this is different. So when Jason Dickinson says we have different players in our league, who a lot of them are Canadian and a lot of them are white, that maybe don't understand what it's like in America – like Americans do, and especially black Americans, I think that's valid. I mean, some of the responses I got off my tweet was, oh, a bunch of white, rich white Canadians. What what would they know anything about racial injustice? And I went, you know what? That That's not off base. 
but I don't think it's necessarily negative. I don't, I don't think, and I'm not saying everyone in the national hockey league thinks, you know, this way I would, I would hope it's the majority of people that would think I don't understand. I don't understand because I haven't experienced it. I don't understand because it's just, it's just something that I haven't grown up with in my life. And I don't think that's, that's a, a bad thing necessarily. I think it opens the door for further conversation. It opens the door for what happened today. So the fact that the NHL didn't postpone yesterday, but did it today and tomorrow, I don't think it cheapens the moment at all. I really don't. So the two leagues are different. Now, the suggestion, the NHL thinks it's kind of someone else's problem as far as social and racial injustice and not their problem. I do agree that the NHL in some respects shows that. But the fact that the NHL got out of the way and said, to the, you know, the message to the players yesterday, even when they said we're going to play games, it, the players can decide how they want to approach this, what action they want to take. So they all get together and say, we don't want to play. We're not going to play for two, two straight days. We'll pick it up. We'll pick it back up on Saturday. It's not like you have to, you know, reissue tickets or anything like that. There's no fans. There's no, there's very limited staff. You're playing in an empty building in a very much made for TV environment anyway. And it does look good. So let's do it. But the fact that the NHL didn't play yesterday, that doesn't bother me as much as the fact that I don't think the response to uh, the, the tragedy with Jacob Blake and the racial and social injustice, I don't think was very well thought out. But the fact that they let the players decide for themselves today, and as Ryan Reese said, you look at this room, got a lot of white players here. And, I, and he says, I applaud them because we're coming together. And maybe if those people, those particular groups of people, those players, maybe they didn't understand yesterday are starting to understand a little bit more today. They don't want to understand a little bit more tomorrow. And then the next day and the next day. So the NHL, they could have played today. And I would have said, that's fine. But the fact that they came together and said, let's just sit this one out for two days. You know, let's just make a statement. Because you might think, and I, I, I often say this too. Uh, I've often said this to myself the last two days. I don't know what is this, what is this going to do ultimately? Well, I think it's doing what we're doing now. We're talking about it. And we wouldn't have been talking about it as much if we saw games. Today or yesterday or tomorrow. You can text in at 780-496-0063. That's the number to call as well. Back with more. Campbell and for Wilkins this week on 630 Chat Inside Sports. Texton says, hey, Dave, massive kudos to the NBA and NHL. Now, only if mainstream news would take a knee and a few days off in acknowledgement of something they were, uh, the thing moved on me again. Oh, boy, now I lost it. Kellen, it moved on me. Oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> it has a tendency go. to do that, Davey. 
I know. I know. And I, you know, honestly, I, I, I'm still getting used to this new tech system, even though it really isn't new anymore. It is for me because, you know, I, I only host from time to time. Uh, an acknowledgement of something they repetitiously report, frequent dis- frequently distort, and at times shamelessly exploit to the tune of millions, if not billions of dollars, or silence would be truly something. Tyler from Sherwood Park, if it was a white person shot in the back, would they do the same thing? Well, if it was, uh, if white people are treated like black people, maybe it would be, okay? But there's there's clearly a discrepancy here. There's clearly, I mean, this, this isn't hard. This isn't hard. Uh, David says, hi, it's not solidarity, it's appeasement. And a great day for fear and anti-intellectual thought. Thanks. Uh, all right. Dave, I have no problem with the NHL playing yesterday. However, I think it was insensitive that here in Edmonton, no recognition was made before the game. Dawn. All right, news is next from the 630 Chad 24-hour news center. Keep the texts coming. We got a call on the line. More thoughts on uh, the last two days of uh, the sports world, basically saying we are sitting down for racial and social injustice. Back with more. Welcome back to the program. Dave Campbell in for Reed Wilkins this week on 630 Chet Inside Sports. Uh, Next hour, we will talk with Sean Shapiro, Dallas Stars writer for The Athletic, uh, to talk about the just kind of just the uh, circumstances around uh, the decision to play. And we heard Jason Dickinson's comments and uh, what Sean thought about that. And obviously the uh, move to not play today or tomorrow. They'll pick things up on Saturday. And also that game was Crazy last night, a 6-4 win by the Colorado Avalanche, who became the first team in NHL playoff history, Stanley Cup playoff history, to blow a two-goal lead in the third period and win the game by two goals. That's crazy. <laughs> and uh, Alfonso Davies, man, what a run for him. 19-year-old, he's from Edmonton, and uh, playing for Bayern Munich in uh, Germany. And won the Champions League. That's a big deal in the sporting landscape. And we'll talk to his youth coach here in Edmonton, former youth coach, uh, Talal Al-Awid, about uh, Alfonso Davies and just, you know, he's such a fun-loving, outgoing guy. And where does that come from? And so Talal knows him pretty well. And the executive director from the Downtown Business Association, Nick Lilly, will uh, talk about the uh, playoff bracket that's been set up at uh, Sir Winston Churchill Square. So a uh, little interactive. I mean, no one can go in the bubble. No one can watch the games in person. That's just the, the way it goes right now. But, uh, you know, some interactive things to do downtown. Uh, we usually have Kelly Rudy on. Uh, this is the day when we usually have Kelly on from the NHL on Rogers. Uh, we're not going to have him on this week. But uh, he made uh, a lot of people uh talk i don't know how many water cooler talks there are right now just with uh, people at work but uh you know maybe a lot of people on the phone speaking about this comment he made last night 
I don't think we should be here. I think the NHL uh, should postpone the games. Uh, I really feel that we should be more supportive of Black Lives Matter. Um, I know for myself, instead of watching hockey, I'd prefer to be having this conversation with my family. Uh, I've said many months ago when I made my video about Black Lives Matter, it, it means something to me. And uh, we've had many conversations with our family about this issue. And uh, I think we should continue on. And today would be a great day to do that. And I think that the NHL is missing out. Uh, this would be a, uh, an important night for many families to uh, have the discussion again. Like I said, we've lost count how many times we've had the discussion about Black Lives Matter. So I'm disappointed that we're talking about hockey tonight. So hopefully, uh, and we are still talking hockey tonight, but in a different context. And the games will be back on Saturday. And we expect Kelly to be back uh, with us next week. And uh, Kelly's appearance on Inside Sports brought to you by Sentinel Storage Shop Canadian. Store Canadian. Head to sentinel.ca. I'll read you the statement today, a joint statement from the NHL and the NHLPA. After much discussion, NHL players believe that the best course of action would be to take a step back and not play tonight's and tomorrow's games as scheduled. The NHL supports the players' decision and will reschedule those four games beginning Saturday and adjust the remainder of the second-round schedule accordingly. Black and brown communities continue to face real painful experiences. The NHL and the NHLPA recognize that much work remains uh, to be done before we can play an appropriate role in a discussion centered on diversity, inclusion, and social justice. We understand that the tragedies involving Jacob Blake, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and others require us to recognize this moment. We pledge to work to use our sport to influence positive change in society. The NHL, PA, and the NHL are committed to working to foster more inclusive and welcoming environments within our arenas, offices, and beyond. And uh, just want to pull up what the NHL Coaches Association said as well. So bear with me. It's good live radio, eh, Kellen? It's great. <laughs> me typing in things. Mm-hmm. It's great. We're adapting okay, on we the fly, folks. Yes, we are. Story of 2020. Yes, we are. Adapting okay. on the fly. <laughs> the NHL Coaches Association and our coaches steadfastly support the NHL and the NHLPA's decision to postpone tonight's and tomorrow's game. The time to listen has passed. Action must be taken now. We cannot pretend to understand the suffering of black men and women against whom these senseless, unending racial injustices have occurred. Demanding accountability and shining a light on it is the only path forward for change. And I uh, just want to pull something up here as well. The CFLPA has said something. I haven't seen anything from the Canadian Football League yet, but the Canadian Football League Players Association issued a statement as well. The CFLPA stands with the NHL, uh, with the NBA, with the NBPA, the WNBA, NHLPA, NFLPA, MLSPA, MLB players, and all athletes who are talking or taking action for change because enough is enough. We will continue to work with our association and league to stand together against injustice, racism, and brutality. As I mentioned, you can text in at 630, 630. Or I, I did it again. You can text in at 780-496-0063. That's the old text that line. out of my head, Callum. <laughs> the old text line. That's the old text line. retro. Uh, the phone-in line <laughs> and a text line is the same line. No. <laughs> Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. I know this because I listen <laughs> back to the show with uh, with Reed every day, and I, I know this information. Uh, okay, let's read some text here. Uh, unnamed texter 
says the Don Cherry firing was almost the end. I'm never watching the NHL after this. Let me just call your bluff and say, I think you're full of it. I think you're going to be watching. Yep. There you go. Uh, here we go. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> I think it's unfair to point this from Lee. This is a good one. This is what I wanted to see here too. Uh, read, uh, read to you as well. I think it's unfair to point the finger at the NHL. Listening to Dan Patrick, NBA players from the other teams were not made aware that the Bucks were going to boycott. Orlando took the floor to play. He said that there were a lot of upset players. I read this as well. So it, it didn't seem like there was a lot of uh, solidarity in the beginning with the NBA, even though, I mean, they have spoken out very much against uh, the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Jacob Blake and against racial and social injustice. And yet there was a lot of players upset at the Milwaukee Bucks. And of course this, the, the Jacob Blake incident happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And there seemed to be a divide between the younger and, and, and veteran players. But yeah, a lot of players were saying to the Bucks, why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you tell us you're doing this? And then that created some very bad feelings and apparently, as the meeting went on, LeBron James walks out, his Laker teammates follow, and then Kawhi Leonard and the LA Clippers follow him, and they said, we're not going to play. Now, the other 14 teams said, we, we, we want to play. This, this is not about ending the season. This is just you know kind of taking a stance and doing something that really hasn't been done before. And then today... Apparently, the change of heart happened with LeBron James and those teams, and they said, we're going to play. It's, it's in our best interest to, to play, which I'm happy about because I think if they would have left the bubble in Orlando, as tough as it's been, uh, I think their voice becomes, you know, no one will hear them anymore. They can at least speak to it uh, after shoot-arounds practice, before games, after games. And, of course, there's going to be some basketball talk, too. Now, I'm someone that says, I don't know really how much this is going to have an effect long-term, short-term, but at least we're talking about this, okay? So that's what I, that's what I like about that. Um, so we'll see what happens. Sorry. Yes. Uh, yes, my bad. Jacob Blake did not was not shot and killed, but he is, he got shot seven times and he uh, is going to be likely paralyzed. Yes. Jacob Blake survived, but still uh, a heinous act. I would think uh, I, I would say absolutely. Uh, Coach Al, why are sports fans being denied watching hockey basketball because a cop shot a black guy in the States? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Stuff happens everywhere from China to Russia to Alaska to Australia. Why punish fans who buy the tickets? Are we really that tone deaf? You know, I go back to what Nick Lewis said last night, the former CFL receiver. And he said, we are all one race. He says, if it was a white man who was shot in the same way, it still would have been terrible. But the problem is, is that as a black man, black people are just treated much poorly than white people in the United States. 
And he said, as a black person, I'm, I'm for everybody. I'm for everybody. I'm for black, white, whatever color you are, I'm for everybody. But the, but the point that he made that struck me the most was I'm tired of being a black man driving in my car, being afraid when I get pulled over from a police officer, wondering what they're thinking of me just because of the color of my skin. You know, there, there's, there's right and wrong. There is, you know, there is opinion uh, and debate and you can have opinion and debate on a number of subjects. Racism, they're just, it's 100% wrong. And if you think, if you think that we're going to, I'm going to tolerate that on this show, I'm, I'm not, I'm just not like it's 100% wrong. So I, I'm not going to accept any sort of racism or comments towards racism. I'm just not going to do it. And I don't mind an open dialogue about if you have a problem with, with the players doing this, I have no problem at all. I have no problem at all. If, if you question why they're doing this, it's fine. If you support why they're doing this, it's fine. But we can't support racism. Just can't do it. Just cannot do it. You know, and it's, uh, I'm trying to keep it to sports here, and I'm, I'm going to keep it to sports. So that's, uh, that's what we're going to do here. Uh, we'll give the text line a bit of a break, I think. All right. So the NHL has canceled uh, or postponed four games. We're still waiting word on when those games would be rescheduled. Uh, the NBA could start tomorrow, although we haven't heard. The Toronto Raptors are scheduled to play the Boston Celtics in game one of their uh, Eastern Conference semifinal. So it looks like tomorrow or Saturday at the latest, they'll, they'll resume as, as well. So, you know, and there's some talk too that, and there's been a smattering of games that have been postponed in Major League Baseball. I believe there's nine. There's nine of them over the last two days. I haven't caught word of any other postponements yet. Um, you wonder if Major League Baseball might do the same thing and go, hey, for two days, three days, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're not going to play. You know, that's their stance as well. So you respect why they're doing this. I mean, I, I don't know how you cannot see. This is just my opinion. Uh, you can't at least respect this, even though you can question, and I do question the long-term effect or the short-term effect of this. But you understand, I, I completely understand why they're doing this. So, and a very powerful statement made by the NHL today. And I, you know, hey, Maybe they, you know, they stubbed their toe a couple times last night. I think they've more than made up for it. They've more than made up for it for the gesture they made today, uh, for today and tomorrow. 780-496-0063 text or to call. It's gambling for Wilkins. Back with more in a moment. As 
Nazem Kadri, we heard him earlier in the hour. This is from uh, the post-game Zoom calls from last night after the 6-4 win by the Avs over the Dallas Stars about uh, talking about the discussion about playing or not playing and that action sometimes is more important than words. Uh, he spoke today in this uh, unified uh, group of players uh, at uh, here in Edmonton and talked about the decision that was ultimately made to just not play. I think this is a big enough statement, just all these guys sticking together. I've never, you know, I got so much more respect for every single player in this league um, by, by doing something like this. And obviously systemic racism, we can use these next couple of days to further educate ourselves and, and try to, you know, for the betterment of society. So, uh, you know, it's something that needed to be done. And, you know, I think hockey's a, a team sport, a team game. And, Every single one of these guys are, are on the same page and, and stand with each other. So that's the comments there from Nazem Kadri. Now, not everyone is obviously happy about this. U.S. Vice President uh, Mike Pence, his top eight is blasting the NBA protests over the uh, Wisconsin shooting of Jacob Blake. A day after the league postponed three playoff games as players demand action on racial injustice, Penn's chief of staff Mark Short called the protest absurd and silly, telling CNN, if they want to protest, I don't think we care. White House senior advisor Jared Kushner tells CNBC NBA players are very fortunate to be in the financial situation where they can take a night off from work without facing financial consequences. Kushner separately told Politico he plans to reach out to LeBron James, an outspoken advocate for policing change. Sagar Magani, Washington. And uh, U.S. President Donald Trump, of course, he's going to weigh in on this. He loves sports more than politics, it seems like. <laughs> I don't know. He loves controversy and chaos. Uh, but he criticized the NBA, saying it's become too political. I don't know much about the NBA protest. I know their ratings have been very bad because I think people are a little tired of the NBA. So first of all, how do you not know about the NBA protest? You're the, you're the president of the United States, for goodness sakes. <laughs> so... You know, what Jared Kushner said about, uh, well, the NBA players are lucky that they're wealthy and they can afford to do something like this and not play and give up money. Yeah, it's true. Of course. Yeah. I mean, not every person is able to walk off their job to make a statement. But one, it was supported by the NBA. It was supported by the owners. And two, I think the statement that they walked away from that money should speak volumes as well. So I think that's a story in itself. But yeah, of course they can afford that. Of course they can afford to walk away. I mean, they get paid a lot of money for sure. Uh, this texture says, hockey is one of the sports with the most cultural diversity. Diversity should not be associated with skin color, but more related to culture. The day we achieve that, racism will not exist. All right. I th uh, the Hermit. He says, I think it's the perfect time for some television network to rebroadcast the miniseries Roots. When I was a young white farm kid growing up in the 80s, I had no idea about the struggles of the black community. But that series opened my eyes. Sports gambling and basic entertainment should be all be paused. Humans can be the worst animals on God's green earth. And that is from the Hermit. So we are paused temporarily, I guess you could say. Uh, NHL will pick it up on Saturday. 
NBA likely tomorrow. MLB is still playing, but there's, you know, they might, they might just go dark. I haven't heard about that. Just heard a little bit of rumblings or, or saw a little bit of rumblings on social media that you could see major league baseball just maybe for a day or two go, we're just going to be dark. We're not going to play as well. So we'll see what happens. Uh, tennis tournament as well. They, uh, they sat down today uh, at the Western and Southern Open in New York. This is a tune-up for the U.S. Open. Uh, Candace Milos Raonic uh, advanced to the semis of, of the tournament last night and said after the win, he wanted the ATP and WTA to come together quickly to determine tennis's next steps in demanding societal change. And uh, Naomi, uh, Naomi Osaka uh, said she's going to play the semifinals. The two-time Grand Slam champion has decided to play in tomorrow's event saying after saying she wouldn't play in the semis at all. So she changed her decision after the tournament postponed all matches yesterday. So I know we're all upset that our favorite sports are not playing right now, but you know what? We spent four and a half months not having it. I think we can survive two days. News is next from the 630 Chad 24 hour news center with Thomas Dice. When we come back, we'll talk more about the, uh, the postponements, what happened last night with Sean Shapiro, Dallas Stars writer of The Athletic. That and much more coming up on the second hour of 630 Chad Inside Sports. It's Campbell in for Wilkins. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.